Welcome, everyone, to Merrimack College. We are in between periods one and two. Merrimack taking on the Providence Friars here at Lottle Rink, and it's time for our chat with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And, uh, Scott, perhaps we could look back. Last time out, a uh, 6-2 to two loss down at UConn. Uh, let's uh, start with your takeaways. Yeah, I, I came away from the weekend just feeling that uh, we just kind of ran into a buzzsaw. You know, UConn is playing really, really well. Uh, they're really feeling it, and... Um, you know, we have, uh, we're trying to still grow as a team and as a program. And, um, you know, we ran into a mature team that really came after us hard and, and didn't let up. Uh, give them a world of credit for 120 minutes. They were the uh, aggressor. Uh, that hasn't really happened to us much this year. And, and um, they just physically took it to us and, and beat us up a little bit. And that was uh, disappointing that we weren't able to respond better. But at the same time, um, you know, we have a saying, winning and learning. And we learned from that. And we need to be better moving forward. Well, Scott, it seemed like uh, there was an issue with penalty trouble, uh, per- particularly the retaliatory type. Uh, when you're in a situation where you're, you're coaching that uh, type of thing, uh, you know, how do you coach that and, and teach the players to stay away from the retaliatory type uh, penalties? Well, when you're going through a stretch like we are right now, it's very easy to, go, to take the attitude of woe is me. And when you take that attitude, you almost take away the responsibility of making sure that you're a disciplined hockey player. And I think that as a group, uh, we've felt that way recently with some of the different things that's been presented to our team. Um, and that has taken away the, you know, maybe the stigma of being undisciplined, which your whole bench has to be aware of. Um, but I think we're right back at it right now, uh, that we will be disciplined moving forward. I think our team understands that we can't put ourselves in that position. Playing some guys just way too much uh, when you're in that situation on the weekend. Um, they really had it cooking on the power play, and, and even when they didn't score, they got a lot of momentum off of it. It really stressed our team out. Uh, so that's something that, you know, it's, it's always a work in progress for, for a team that's struggling. Uh, but for our team right now, I, I feel like we've moved beyond that, and I'm hoping we see that today. Well, we touched on this during the media uh, conference on Wednesday, Scott. Uh, both goals uh, were on the power play. Uh, did you feel encouraged by what you saw on the power play? Uh, you wind up getting uh, two, two goals. You went two for five on the power play. Yeah, I was encouraged. I think that uh, whenever you score a power play goal, it doesn't matter how it goes in. The whole bench feels better. Mm-hmm. And then the power play feels more confident. It's ironic because you could have a great power play that doesn't score and gets four shots on net that threatens and uh, the guys don't feel great about it. And then you get a, a lucky or a bounce or a rush power play goal like, like Declan Carlisle's, and you feel great about it. So I do think it uh, gave it a good shot of enthusiasm and hopefully a little bit of confidence. And uh, moving forward, because usually most games, when you take six penalties and get six power plays, um, or take six penalties and you give up power plays, you're going to get those back. It's just human nature. Uh, and if you respond to them, then you can stay in the game, no matter what the situation is. But if you don't respond, then it's, then it's obviously the game gets away from you. And I think that that's what our power play has to start doing. And uh, particularly with some of the things we have going on with our lineup, I think it's really important our power play scores. Um, and that's what we hope we, we got from that game Saturday. Well, today you get a look at a team you haven't seen yet, Scott Providence. I know you've had a chance to look at them on film. Uh, they're playing some pretty good defensive hockey uh, so far, and particularly lately over the last five games, they've given up only six goals. What are your What are your thoughts on the Friars? Well, they have. Um, you know, they're always a strong defensive, disciplined team, and how they play. This particular team has a lot of attack in it, though, as well. So I think they got people on their heels at the same time. They're playing much more as a group than they did a year ago, um, and I think that you know, some of the guys that left, uh, whatever, what, for whatever reasons, they're playing as a group of 20, 21 players, and, and uh, they're going to be a much harder team to play against, sh- certainly. Jackson Starbers settled their goaltending situation really well. 
Uh, their defense moves the puck out of the zone pretty well, um, and they've they've got a, a good set of forwards. But I think they're committed as a group, uh, and that's the sign of a really good team and, and a team that can move forward. So what we're going to have to do is really win the first three or four to five minutes of this game, uh, get some confidence, uh, and then move forward in the game. You know, the rest of the way. But it's going to be it's going to be a challenge, and it's one that uh, I think we'll get better through. But we also want to win. And uh, one of the guys in particular that's been uh, carrying the load is Tice Thompson, the NHL draft pick uh, for New Jersey. Uh, he's been a solid player for them over the years. Yeah, Tice is a great player. Like he, even when uh, I was involved in two coaching staffs that recruited his brother, uh, and Tice was there, and he's a little guy and he had a broken um, arm or something at the time. But you know, then uh, you watch him play, and he just plays. His motor is as high as anyone's motor I've ever seen. Like constantly, every time he's on the ice, he is never out-competed, and uh, I love his game. I think it bodes well for his future success. The fact that he's one of their captains, and their captains, uh, Tyson and Michael Callahan, two of the best uh, captains I think you could ever have. You know, I obviously got to know them very well in the recruiting process, and they're two very good players, but they're better people, uh, and that gives them a real real uh, leg up, I think, for their team. And when you have two kids like that who are wearing the C's as juniors who are that committed and that aggressive of being committed as a team, you have a good, th- you have a good situation. Well, Scott, in terms of today's lineups, uh, you've uh, made some uh, changes. There's some uh, different combinations, uh, guys in and out of the lineup. But uh, you've got Kimmins with uh, Newton and Forsmark uh, as a uh, forward line combination. So uh, excited to see what that line can bring. Yeah, I am. You know, I, I think um, you know, Reagan uh, wasn't able to play last Saturday, and he's a guy that can help you in those kind of games because he is a physical player. He's physically committed each shift, and he, he and he doesn't get intimidated or back down. And um, so we're happy to have him back. And, and um, I'm curious, you know, Philip, we have – Philip is – you know, he missed an entire year of hockey. We've only seen his game really in spurts. Like, he has yet to throw the consistent uh, game together. Um, but he's a really talented player. He's getting better every day in practice, getting more accustomed to the compete, which he didn't do for, you know, I'm so, you know a year and a half. Um, so I'm excited because, you know, Max Newton, as we've seen, is a really solid player who can, who can make us better. So that should be a good group of three. We're going to need our top six forwards today to, to give us something. If that doesn't happen, it's going to be a long day. Well, Scott, what do you see as uh, the important uh, aspects to focus on here as you open up this two-game weekend series with Providence? What will be important for the Warriors today? Well, we touched on it already. The number one thing is going to be discipline, uh, not letting our, our frustration get the best of us, staying staying the here and now, uh, and then just competing at their level every shift. Um, I think confidence is going to be something that's going to have to grow throughout the game, uh, and it, hopefully by good, putting good shifts back-to-back, we can do that. Uh, and then as we move forward here, we're going to need really good goaltending, and we're going to have to defend very, very hard in our own end. And that's I think we've been pretty good in both those areas, not as good as we should be or can be. Uh, but we, we're going to need to really bring everybody back into the house. You know, we're going to defend with five in our own end. And uh, I th- did not think we did a great job with UConn on that. Uh, I thought we had some guys cheat offense, which ended up in the back of our net. Uh, tonight we can't cheat offense at all. We have to play the defensive hockey right through the entire shift. And when you get your chances, make the most of them. Well, Scott, before we let you go, uh, it was announced that Declan Carlisle and Alex Jeffries uh, are Hobie Baker nominees, so that's got to be a feather in their cap. And, uh, of course, Hobie Baker award, the biggest award in college hockey, so uh, it's got to be a thrill for them to, to be recognized in that process. Yeah, I think it's it's outstanding. You know, you have uh, you know, Alex, obviously, a very young player, and um, you know his his bid for that is probably gone now, but... Uh, you know, I think it's just nice to get mentioned in that in that uh, conversation. And and he um, he's as everybody knows, is a super talent here. And 
Uh, he's going he's gonna to grow with the program. The program's going to grow with him. And Declan, I, I just am really happy he gets recognized because it just blows me away. He wasn't drafted in October. Um, you know, last year at the end of the year, he's the one on that all rookie team. He's the guy in the final three for the rookie of the year with two very good players, Zegers and Newhook. Um, he does a lot of things well for us. And I, I'm always happy to see him get recognized because, you know, as a coach, you recognize it all the time. I don't always know if people around us understand it. You know, he's playing the offside every single night, every single situation. That's not easy. And, uh, add to that that he's been really successful doing it. That's, you know, I think it really bodes well for his future. Well, Scott, we appreciate the time. Best of luck today. Good luck down in Providence tomorrow. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks, John. Hope we see you back here next week. Thank you. <laughs> All right. He's Scott Borick, head coach of Merrimack Men's Hockey. When we return, we'll have the first period summary and the face-off, opening face-off of the second period. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Men's Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.